Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. This is Jim, and with me is... Laura. Hi, everybody. The office goddess. But anyway, what defines a bad home inspection? There's definitely... depending about what side of the fence you are, and that there really should not be a fence between home inspectors and agents. There should not be a fence. No. There's like a pathway, because we're both working toward the same goal... We're walking together towards yeah, the same actually, there's, goal. there's two paths that join together. They wire, and then they go toward the home buyer being at the closing table. That's the path we all should be on. Yes. But we do have different definitions of what's a good versus bad inspection. But first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home inspections in Ohio.com. All right, Laura. So Yes. We were helping an agent with a home buyer seminar the other day. This is actually several weeks ago. Yes. Maybe a month, a couple months ago. And he said something like, Yeah, we, we, we get a a good inspection report. We can we can move on. And it popped in my head, and I, I know this for a while, Mike, what they consider a good or a bad inspection report has is nothing different. to do with what a home inspector thinks is a bad or good inspection report. I think the language should be changed. For me, a good inspection report is an inspector that found every significant issue wrong with it, okay? And of course, it mentioned the good things as well, where I'm pretty certain real estate agents, to them, a good inspection report is nothing on the report. Or, may, or hopefully that's because there was nothing to be found. And, when, and to me, a bad home inspection report is like, oh, the inspector missed something. Or like, like, dude, they didn't meet the state standards or what they need to have. They had right. no, like we heard recently, this inspector didn't know the, couldn't figure out the date of the, the furnace air conditioner, or the, the furnace, the water. They couldn't figure out the dates these things are manufactured. To me, that's a bad inspection report. And a bad inspector. And, and a bad inspector, where it comes from. So I think there needs to be change in terms. Not good or bad inspection report. I'm thinking clean. Or pass and fail. Yeah. I almost, hear that a lot. Okay, it's not expl- a pass fail. that. So I, I've had people ask, well, did, did it pass? You know, like a listing agent would call and, and ask if the house passed. There is no pass or fail. It's not, you know, this house was in great shape, everything's cool and it passes, or, you know, there were one or two things wrong and so it failed. Each person that's buying that house has a different skill set. We have some people that have walked in, didn't care about the electrical issues because, you know, they were just going to work on them in their off time because they're an electrician or a guy that Jim did an inspection four years ago that had a pretty significant foundation issue it was coming in what like a foot and a half or something like that 
Yeah. I didn't care. Most people would have walked or people would have thought that that was horrible, but guy didn't care. It's all based upon the skill set and the knowledge base of the client or their friends and, and, and what they can live with. It comes down to the, the, the buyer's comfort level. And their finances and what they if, can afford to it, fix and not. Well, we have a class on this and we probably should do more presentation on this if agents will understand more. Un under understand this, that you really need to set the expectations up for your buyer. Because you have a house that is, we'll say, really great shape, all right? Typically, it's going to be a newer house, but let's say right. it's in really, really good shape. We come across some things, okay? Maybe there's, maybe there's one thing that's, all right, that's going to be about $500. Still not a major item. Quick fix, not a problem. But the agent told the buyer that there's absolutely nothing wrong with this house and we're not going to find anything. And we have seen that happen. Automatically, you set that buyer up to see this, this inspection report as bad and maybe it failed in their minds because they thought it was going to be perfect. Well, not never. It's never a perfect place, but I think we need to change the, the terms. It's not good, bad, pass report fail. or pass fail. It's how clean was the report? Meaning the number of issues that were like major. There's always been little things, and right. little things really don't matter. No, because they're fixable. That's just dust. Well, do you remember the one agent, like, and this has been a long time, she called me up and we were chatting and we had just done an inspection for one of her clients and she told the client that she was going to sit down with her to go over the inspection report so they could come up with the request to remedy, if that tells you how long ago this was. And the client said, well, I don't want the house. And she's like, what are you talking about? Well, I don't want the house. There shouldn't have been a report. Expectations were Expectations not set appropriately. Were not set. No, I will say we have we are seeing buyers have request remedies. Yes, it's coming back. We it is coming so back. It's coming back. There's still some agents I I'll see on Facebook. They they're they're promoting bragging that hey my listing got bought bought fifty six thousand or whatever the number is so, so much over asking price. No no inspection. I'm like all right. Just, just you wait because there's things coming. I'm like, hey, look, we did an inspection, no agents involved. How many have we done with Open Door recently? Like, decent it's, number. It's decent number jumping up. You know, and we're, we're going to do a podcast on Open Door. Yes, just so agents are aware. But man, if you, if you the whole home industry came about to protect agents was the main reason it really got pushed to the front and, and got more popular. Here's agents waving them. What, Trying to get rid of them. It's not the way the agent waving them, but definitely not discouraging them the whole part. And then prat and happy when they they are gone, dude. That is a liability issue for you as an agent to have those things waived. Well, even even if they sign that little form, right? That is that attorney I talked to said that's a start, but that is not foolproof. There are ways around that easily. Well, and the thing is, if somebody is purchasing a house and they waive the inspection. And they didn't understand exactly what that meant to them or what they would learn from that. That can come back to bite the agents in the bud. Yep. And, you know, they can the, the one um, this was out west that it happened where they waived stuff. And the defense was that the clients didn't understand what they were waiving because they had no 
concrete understanding of what the home inspection meant or stood for. And so the real estate agent actually ended up losing. And I can't remember how much they paid out because it's been I, a while since I've heard that. Yeah, I don't know that number. But yeah, the agent is the sub, I guess, so supposedly subject matter expert right. regarding that, regarding the purchase. But inspections themselves are outside the realm, just like the outside of their knowledge base and licensing to do, talk about termite, radon, mold. Unless they're certified and had trained those things, they it's like it's like Charlotte Friday. Do not talk about those things because there are ethical violations if they're talking about those things. But anyway, we're, we're kind of getting off the whole good bad inspection report. To me, good good inspection was it thorough? Was it easily understood? Did it meet the state requirements and cover everything that the state requires? Did it meet the standards? And yes. Was the person licensed? Did you know they have all of the required education and certifications and licensures that they needed? Yes, but yeah, my, my main thing about the report is it accurate with what's actually going on and was right. it easily understood? And it's always nice when they have a summary report because that makes it a little bit easier, right? It's just a faster read, it does skip over the minor things typically. It does not mean you should not read the full report, though. You should always read the full report. So anyway, anything else you can think about the good versus bad report? I think the term should be clean. How clean was the report? Right. And that should be based upon each client and what their skill set is. Typically, yes. Yes. Because, wow. Tell you what. Let's say. Let's say I somehow spilled milk on the floor. That's a dirty floor. But you. Because you have this, I don't know what the heck it is, that mop thing, the steam thing. Yes, I love that. You have the skills and the techniques and the, the tools like you would for foundation repair. You have the stuff like where you can like, dude, I'll have that to clean up in two minutes. That is, it's, it's a dirty, it's a dirty floor, but it's easy it's to fixable. fix. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I, I think clean or dirty is more of a, is more accurate term re- regarding the inspection report because I've done we've done some really old duplexes that was a dirty report because there's all kinds of stuff for that house. Newer houses typically are cleaner. There's fewer items on there, but they're never spotless. No, no house is spotless with issues. So anyway, I think that's about it for this one. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time. Learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.